listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 18th of October 2023. Later on Market Day, we'll speak with Mark Gardner from MPC Markets. But first, we heard from the Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock today speaking about the impact of the Middle East conflict on inflation. It was her first comments publicly as Governor. And it was at an AFSA conference in Sydney. So I thought I'd play you a part of a commentary where she details her concerns about the economic implications of the escalating conflict. Yes, yeah, so there's, <laughs> they just keep coming, yeah. um, really. Um, so the initial response to that shock was oil prices rose again. Yeah. Um, one of the things you would have noticed, um, I'm sure you've noticed, I've noticed, uh, is that the price of petrol, even prior to that, had been going yeah. up and... Um, um, so that's likely to keep oil prices elevated as people are a little bit unsure about um, how it's going to impact the supply of oil. Um, at the same time, there might be a concern that um, all of these sort of um, uh, defence issues, these sort of war issues, might in fact um, lower growth in places like Europe um, and that's a challenge as well, because if that slows the world economy, that, that, that doesn't help either. So um, it, it's really um, a bit of a balance, again, a bit of a balancing act here, the, the potential implications. I think at the moment we're a little bit more worried about the potential inflation implications of, of this. Um, typically when we think about shocks to supply that increase prices, you'd think, well, that's probably okay, it'll wash out. But the problem is that we've just got shock after shock after shock and the more that that keeps inflation elevated even if it's from supply shocks the more people adjust their thinking and the more people adjust their inflation expectations the more entrenched inflation is likely to become so that that's the challenge at the moment um, inflation expectations for the very near term like the next year are elevated they're high and that's not unexpected because a lot of the things that are in people's faces when they are when they are doing their shopping or whatever petrol prices food prices rents all these sorts of things are going up so inflation expectations are elevated what we know so far though is that if you go out a bit further than that um, if you look in, at, at financial markets, expectations of inflation, so these are people who put their money where their mouth is, if you like, they're around about 2.5%. So they're, they're reasonably anchored. So the challenge is to bring inflation back down in a reasonable period of time that those expectations a year or so out don't get de-anchored. That's the challenge. Now, if, if inflation expectations... Um, continue to be really elevated in year after year and we don't bring inflation back down, that will mean that it'll be harder to bring it back down in the future. So how do we manage that? One, we have to be um, very alert to it and we have to alert people to the fact that if inflation continues to be um, higher than expected and the risks are on the upside, then we're going to have to respond with monetary policy. That's what we need to make people understand. Now, at the moment here, and in most countries overseas, most people believe that. 
Most people believe that central banks will do what it takes to get inflation back down to 2 to 3%. And I'd say that's still the case here in Australia as well. But the longer inflation stays above target, and the more people observe it happening in their day-to-day -day lives, the harder it will be. We think we're running that narrow path at the moment, but we're very alert to the upside risks because that would be the worst for all worlds, really. That's Michelle Bullock there, the Governor of the Reserve Bank, speaking at the AFSA conference in Sydney. They were her first public comments as Governor. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. The Australian share market rose today. The S&P ASX 200 up 0.3% to 7,077 points. For more, I spoke with Mark Gardner. He is the CEO at MPC Markets. We had some pretty good US uh, bank earnings results overnight. Um, so Goldman Sachs was a mild disappointment, but most of the other banks over there in the US have reported pretty solidly over the last few sessions. So it's really buoyed the financials. And then um, obviously we've had uh, rising iron ore prices, um, some strong data out of China today, uh, boosting the materials sector, which makes up about half of our market overall. Um, obviously a little bit of premium coming back into gold and, um, and oil as well uh, has helped the likes of um, you know, Newcrest and Woodside, et cetera. So uh, that's sort of kept, that's kept us in line. Uh, most of the negativity overnight was in the tech sector, um, which makes up a very small uh, portion of our index. I want to get into China in a few moments, but first, uh, those escalating tensions in the Middle East, just how concerned are you about it and what are the implications? The market's reaction seems to be pretty muted so far. Um, we, we sort of already had a, a, a bit of a rally in the oil price regardless, um, leading in with the Saudi production cuts, but... Um, what I think we're, um, if it escalates any further or if it widens outside of the Gaza, uh, Gaza Strip, uh, essentially we'll probably see um, the market reaction become a, a lot more elevated. Uh, we're probably, you know, things like oil and gold will probably be seen as safe haven assets um, and possibly um, it might it might start to pull up the uh, ever rising US Treasury yields as well as, um, as, they, as people start to go into safer assets. Um, we heard from the RBA Governor Michelle Bullock today in a fireside chat. We played a bit earlier in the podcast. It followed the RBA meetings released yesterday. Uh, she spoke a lot about the implication of inflation from the Middle East conflict. But what else did she have to say? Yeah, essentially, um, they are concerned about um, about rising prices um, and look a further escalation of, an, of yet another geopolitical situation causing potentially slower economic growth and also higher prices, which sort of stagflationary environment, which is not ideal for any economy. It's sort of the worst of all of all worlds. Um, so, yeah, and the minutes, I think, took the market by surprise. Yesterday, we saw uh, Aussie 10-year bond yields get to their highest point in probably 11 or 12 years. Um, which is also just is compounding the effect of the fact that the US bond yields are, uh, are heading higher as well. We've had um, two-year yields in the US make 22-year uh, highs um, to, to just this morning. So those rising yields are a bit of a concern um, for, for the general equity market uh, because generally it has a bit of a dampening effect on, uh, on its ability to rally. There is some good news today, though, mainly coming out of China. Economic data better than expected, namely GDP growth 4.9% on the year for the September quarter. I think there were some good stats on retail sales as well. Um, what does this all say about the health of its economy? 
It doesn't necessarily. Uh, it probably says that there's green shoots um, coming back. We've had a we've had a really bad string of um, economic data from China in recent times. This is really the first sort of signs of green shoots. Industrial production was also a better than expected number. So and their unemployment um, rate was a better than expected number as well. So they've had concerns over youth unemployment. We do still have this looming country, uh, country garden um, debt deadline or uh, bond payment deadline coming up, which should be sometime in the next 24 hours. So there's still concerns around the property sector over there, but probably not. I would say less negativity rather than rather than positivity um, in terms of that. It's uh, it's the first good showing that China's had for for many months now, and um, that's obviously helped buoy uh, the likes of the iron ore prices and the big miners today um, in our market. Finally, where do you see the opportunities for investors at the moment? I think you still need to remain cautious with the geopolit- geopolitics uh, going on. Um, also, these rising bond yields, as I said, uh, they, they're reaching really critical levels here, which could sort of break the back of the growth end of the market. So we're still very defensive, um, particularly if, if you're concerned about um, the Middle East situation. Gold and oil are always pretty good options. Um, and I think, uh, you know, there's some pretty good opportunities in the healthcare sector with the recent um, selling off of CSL and ResMed to multi-year lows um, on the reaction to the uh, wonder drug as Empic um, is probably providing pretty good opportunity in what's a non-cyclical section of the market. And um, and look, if, if these higher for longer interest rate policy does actually end up materialising, you want to be in those non-cyclical sectors of uh, things like healthcare. That is Mark Gardner there from MPC Markets. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.